HD3 Detroit, KJAQ, HD3 Seattle, WBMX, HD3 Boston, and on AOL Radio and Yahoo Launchcast. Live the life you've imagined. Look up to the sky. Back to KG Styles. Transform and heal your life. 248-545-SOUL. CBS Radio's The New Sky. NewSkyRadio.com. Welcome to Transform and Heal Your Life. I'm your host, KG Styles, and I'm here to help you navigate the cycles of your life with more grace and ease. Thanks for joining me. We have an exciting show lined up for you today. I'll be speaking with soulmate expert Ariel Ford, international best-selling author of The Soulmate Secret, Manifest the Love of Your Life with the Law of Attraction. Transform and Heal Your Life is sponsored by PurePlantEssentials.com, a fair trade aromatherapy company that features premium quality therapeutic grade organic essential oils, blends, sprays, and ready-to-use formulas for specific health concerns. You receive six free aromatherapy publications about how to use essential oils when you purchase Pure Plant Essentials. Please visit PurePlantEssentials.com to learn more. Let's take a moment to focus our awareness in the present moment by taking a deep, full breath. Center your attention in the area of your heart. Breathe in and relax. You're feeling centered and awake. Feel your heart open to any messages Spirit might have for you on today's show. The angel overlighting today's show is Shamuel the angel who assists us in our soulmate relationships. Shamuel's name means he who sees or seeks God. Shamuel is the angel of peace and calm. Call upon Shamuel when you need to relax and trust in the process of attracting your soulmate. My guest on today's show is Ariel Ford. Ariel has spent the past 25 years living and promoting consciousness through all forms of media. She is one of the founding partners of the Spiritual Cinema Circle, a DVD club dedicated to providing movies about love and compassion. She is the author of seven books, including the Hot Chocolate for the Mystical Soul series, and her latest book, The Soulmate Secret, Manifest the Love of Your Life with the Law of Attraction, is an international bestseller. Ariel lives in La Jolla, California with her husband's soulmate, Brian Hilliard, and their feline friends. Have you ever wondered what it takes to find the love of your life? Is it your dream to find a love life partner who will love, cherish, and adore you? Ariel Ford's best-selling book, The Soulmate Secret, will show you how to take control of your romantic destiny by using the law of attraction. This ancient formula reveals that our universe is set up to deliver the people and things that are consistent with our personal belief system. If you don't believe you will ever find the one, then guess what? You probably won't. If, however, you learn to believe that the one is not only out there but is also looking for you, then true love can be yours. Finding true love is possible for anyone at any age if you're willing to prepare yourself on all levels to become a magnet for love. 
My guest, Ariel Ford, knows this from personal experience. She used the exact techniques she reveals in her book to bring her soulmate into her life at age 44. They were engaged six weeks later and have now been happily married for 12 years. To learn more about how to manifest the love of your life with the Law of Attraction, please visit Ariel's websites, soulmatekit.com and soulmatesecret.com. Welcome to the show, my very special guest, Ariel Ford. Hi, Ariel. Thank Hi, you so much for you? joining us. I can't huh? hear you very well. Can you ask him to turn you up a little? Can you hear me better? Can you hear me better now? Yes, that's a little better. Hmm. Okay, so um, what is a soulmate, Ariel? What is your personal description of a soulmate? I think a soulmate is somebody that you can completely be yourself with, somebody that you love unconditionally, who loves you unconditionally, and when you look into their eyes, you have the experience of being home. So tell us your story. What is the story about how you met your own soulmate, and what led you to write your book? Um, well, is you know, I never had any intention of writing a book about this. What happened was 13 years ago, I decided to use all of the manifestation tools and techniques that I had used in my career with a lot of success for many, many years. And I didn't know if it was going to work, but I thought I'd give it a try. So I spent, you know, three months just manifesting like crazy, and then I met Brian, and as you mentioned, we got engaged three weeks later, and a year after that, we got married 12 years ago. And a few years ago, my sister, Debbie Ford, who's an author, asked me to speak to a couple hundred of her students and share with them how I had manifested my soulmate. And when I got done talking to them, they all kept asking me for the book. <laughs> and um, one thing led to another, and that's how the soulmate secret came to be. But it's, it's really a fun process. It's not very difficult. But it does require a little bit of time, intention, and attention to getting focused on what it is you want to create in your life. And I'm happy to share the whole process with you over the course of this interview. Oh, great. Do you believe everyone has a soulmate, Ariel? And is there only one, or can we have more than one? Well, I believe that we actually have many soulmates and that a lot of them are already in your life, but chances are you're not recognizing them as that. Because if you go back to the definition of a soulmate, which is somebody you can completely be yourself with, somebody that you, are, that you love unconditionally, who loves you unconditionally, that actually could describe a lot of people in your life already. It could be your best friend. I mean, if you look at Oprah and Gail King, they are certainly soulmate best friends. It could be your business partner, your kids, or your parents, or your siblings, or all of the above, you know, your neighbors. So chances are everybody listening already has many soulmates in their life. Now, the soulmate secret focuses primarily on romantic partnership, but I think if you can put a little gratitude and appreciation towards the people in your life that you already love, it gets the magnet going. It brings more love to you when you're focused and having gratitude for the love that you already have. Does that make sense? Oh, yes. Yeah. So you're charging yourself up with that, exactly. the magnetism of love. 
Right, because if you're sitting there, you know, feeling sorry for yourself, thinking, you know, nobody loves me, I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life, that's a sure way to make sure you don't get anything that you want, you because know? <laughs> you're just focusing on what you're lacking. If you focus on what you already have a lot of, it brings more to you. Yes. It's just basic law of attraction 101. What you focus on, you create more of. And so when you're not in a romantic relationship, it's really easy to sort of spin out of control and feel sorry for yourself and think, oh, it's never going to happen again, which is why I ask people to start focusing and putting more time, energy, love, and attention and appreciation on the good relationships you already have. And that builds up your own feeling that you're worthy of attracting love into yeah, your life. And, That's and what I'm hearing. It's a lot more fun, too. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, if you start thinking about, well, how could I show some appreciation to my best friend or my kids or my mother or my sister and look at ways to add more love into their life? you're going to feel a whole lot better about yourself and really open your heart to having more love come in. So you're really talking about a process of shifting your attitude even about love. Yes, and the first step to doing that is about forgiveness. You really need to first forgive yourself for anything that you think you've done wrong in the area of relationship and then make a list of the people in your past that you may need to forgive that you have judged as having harmed you. Uh, because staying in resentment or anger isn't going to get you where you want to go. So find a way to forgive them. And in The Soulmate Secret, we give lots and lots of easy practices for doing that. I mean, the simplest way is to sit down and write them a letter. Not that you'll ever send the letter, but write a letter and tell the truth from your point of view of what went wrong. And then you can burn the letter, tear it up, destroy it, whatever. And then write a second letter. Write a letter from their point of view to you. How did they view the relationship from their point of view? And see if you can have just a little bit of compassion for how you may not have been the easiest person in the world to be with. So you want to forgive yourself and forgive the others as a starting point. The next step is really about creating a soulmate wish list which when people hear this, they often think that's the easiest part of it. But in many respects, it's the, the most difficult part because you want to create a list that has the traits and qualities of the type of person you want to manifest into your life. And it's not a laundry list of height, weight, and income level. I mean, you can certainly add that in if you think it's critical to your long-term happiness. Although if you were sitting here with me, I would argue that how much somebody, how tall they are, what they weigh, and what their income is, isn't that critical. What's more important is that they possess the traits and qualities and interests and activities that you enjoy doing. So the first, the first item on everybody's list is pretty much the same. I think the number one item you want to have is that you want your soulmate to be willing, open, and available a long-term monogamous relationship. I mean, wouldn't you agree that would be like the most important thing? Oh, yes. They definitely need to be willing and available and open. Right. Because I get Those letters are... <laughs> every day from people say, oh, I met my soulmate, but he's married. You know, there's not yes. going to be a lot of joy for anybody in that situation. Yes. Yes. So the first well, thing on your list needs to be availability. Yes. You know, and it could be that the first step you were talking about, there could be some block going on 
They're right. talking about the forgiveness, so they need to maybe to do some uncovering exactly. about why they would attract somebody who's not available. Right. They and, must, you know, yeah. And what, of course, you always discover, even though you'll be in denial about it for a long time, is that if you're if you're attracting somebody who's not available, there's a level at which you are not available. So you may think that yes. finding a soulmate is your number one priority in life, but if what you keep attracting is people who are not available to you, then there's some part of you that's still in resistance that could use some healing. The second item that I really think is important for everybody's list is about geography. You know, where do you live? I don't know. What city are you in? Where do I, where do, I'm in Ashland, Oregon. Okay. Oh, what a great town. I love Ashland. Oh. All right. So if you live in Ashland, Oregon, it's not going to do you any good at all to manifest a soulmate who lives in Atlanta, Georgia, right? No. <laughs> that takes 12 hours of flying and two connections. There's just nothing easy about that. So if you know that you want to spend the rest of your life in Ashland or whatever city that you're in, and the second item on your list should be that you want to manifest somebody who either lives in Ashland or is ready to move. You know, like I live in San Diego, so when I was working on my list, I knew that I wanted somebody who either already lived in San Diego or would be willing to move. Now, I met my soulmate in Portland, Oregon, on a business trip, but he moved to San Diego so fast it made my head spin. <laughs> As it turned out, he'd always loved California and just needed a good excuse to move. And you used to live around the corner from him, it turned out. Yeah, there was one point before we met when I was living in Los Angeles. He was living in a hotel on Sunset Boulevard that was around the corner from my condo. Mm -hmm. And we discovered that's, this later. But incredible. the truth is, had we actually met at that time, it would have never worked. You know, yes. we, we were just Timing. in different places in our life. Yes, timing. So we are coming up on a break. When we come back, I want to hear more about uh, this. I want to talk about feathering the nest. That sounds sure. pretty important. So when we come back from our break, we'll talk more with Ariel about how to manifest the love of your life with the law of attraction. You're listening to Transform and Heal Your Life, CBS Radio. I'm your host, KG Styles. We'll be right back. Join Lori Houston for Intuitive Soul. Lori Houston is a professional and intuitive counselor. She incorporates her professional qualifications that includes a bachelor's degree in social work and neuro-linguistic programming, amongst others with her intuitive counseling and natural clairsentient abilities. She's been on her spiritual path for the last 18 years and during that time has acquired through extensive studies, teaching, and sacred texts over 25 different healing modalities. Visit with Lori Houston Wednesday at 7 o'clock on Psychic Radio, powered by CBS. That's great. It starts with an earthquake. Birds and snakes and airplane. Lenny Bruce is not afraid. I have a hurricane. Listen to yourself. Turn world says its own needs. Dummies of your own needs. Beat it up a notch. Speak front. No strength. The ladder starts to clatter with fear. Fight down. High wire in a fire. Represent the seven games. And the government for hire. In a combat site. Let the West coming in a hurry with the furious. Down your 
Look up to the sky. Back to KG Styles. Transform and heal your life. 248-545-SOUL. CBS Radio's The New Sky. NewSkyRadio.com. Welcome back to Transform and Heal Your Life. I'm your host, KG Styles. Today, my guest is Ariel Ford, international best-selling author of The Soulmate Secret, Manifest the Love of Your Life, The Law of Attraction. Ariel, are you there? I'm here. In your book, you talk about feathering the nest. What do you mean by that? Well, you know, as we're preparing to manifest a soulmate, it's really important to get our home ready for somebody new. So there's several steps to doing it. The first is clearing out clutter. I don't know if you follow feng shui, but I certainly do. And clutter is enemy number one of having good chi in your house. So you really want to start cleaning out the clutter, getting rid of mementos from past relationships or marriages. Not that you need to throw them away, but you need to put them away. Because the last thing you want is somebody new coming into your house asking you questions about, oh, were you on your honeymoon in this picture? <laughs> you know, or who's the guy in this picture? Or who's the girl in this picture? You really want to put those things away uh, for a couple of di- different reasons. One, it'll make your new guests more comfortable. And two, you don't want to be staring at the past every day. You want to be thinking about, you know, right now and the future. The second step is really about creating physical space. And what I suggest you do is that you make some empty space in your closet where somebody else could potentially hang their clothes. It doesn't have to be a lot of space, but maybe six or seven inches. And even if you're thinking to yourself right now, well, I'm never going to live in the place I'm living in now with my soulmate, that's really not a good excuse because the point is to send a message to the universe 
that you literally have space in your life for somebody else. And you can take this a step further by emptying a drawer in your dresser, so there's one complete empty drawer, and then also clearing out the nightstand on the other side of the bed, so that's empty as well. And then the third step to the process is about clearing out negative energy or energy from past relationships. And there's a couple of ways you can do that. You can hire a professional energy worker to come in and do it for you, or you can do the Native American technique of smudging, burning sage, and running the smoke over the doors and the windows and through the closets. Or the easiest technique is to simply open all the doors and all the windows on a nice sunny day and take a broom and imagine you're sweeping the past out the front door and the back door. So that's part of what feathering the nest is all about. So you really want to have, you want to open your eyes to seeing your space somewhat through like a guest that you'd want to entertain. Exactly. But as, as a potential for... Right. So how comfortable would they feel? What would they yes. notice? You know, what, what, what does your home say about you? And are you happy with what it says about you? Just as yes. you would take care with the clothes that you wear and how that represents you, so does your home. And, you know, if you were married for a long time and you've been sleeping in the same bed for 15 years, I would say get a new bed. And at the very least, get new sheets. Yes. You know, because everything holds on to energy which sort of leads me to the next step, which is just as you want to clear out the energy of the past out of your home, you need to cut the invisible cords with your past lovers. And even though you can't see these energetic cords, they still exist. And, again, you can have a professional energy worker do it for you, or you can simply do something like take a salt bath where you fill the tub up with warm water, put an entire container of table salt, not Epsom salt, but table salt, and soak for 20 minutes and then let the water drain out of the tub while you're still sitting there. And as the water's draining, imagine that any invisible ties to the past are going down the drain. And then stand up and take a long, hot, sudsy shower and shampoo your hair, and you'll be clean and good to go. Oh, that sounds very easy, too. It is very really dumb. easy, and you can use this technique not just for cutting the cords with people from the past, but if you have a particularly difficult day or an encounter with somebody that's very unpleasant and you feel like you've been psychically slimed, you can also take a salt bath to rid yourself of that energy. Great advice. You prescribe living as if. What does that mean, Ariel? When you're living as if, you're living in the reality that what you've asked for is already yours and your behavior then follows suit. So if you're, let's say you've done the soulmate wish list and you've created a vision board and you're cleaning out the clutter from your house and you're really starting to trust and know that your soulmate's on the way, I would say take it a step further. And you could do this by starting to buy greeting cards that you might give them someday in the future or buying tickets to movies or plays or concerts that you'll go to in the future. Um, if you're really serious about it, you'll give up having casual sex with, you know, your friend with benefits or <laughs> however you want to phrase it. <laughs> because if I said to you, I guarantee you within, you know, 10 days your soulmate's walking through the door, chances are your whole demeanor would change. 
your your attitude and outlook towards life would change. The way you carry yourself would change. The way you behave would change. So you need to start living as if you know with absolute certainty that the one you've asked for is already yours and is on the way to you. Mm-hmm. So what, if any, upcoming events do you have you'd like to tell us about? Oh, How can I'll people be, get yeah, your free newsletter? And yeah, I've got a free weekly newsletter, which you can get by signing up at soulmatesecret.com, and every month we give out different tips. I also have another website at soulmatekit.com, which is sort of the advanced that comes with the book, The Soulmate Secret, as well as a series of DVDs and CDs that can help you uh, not only manifest quicker, but uh, there's therapeutic information on how to heal a broken heart. I'll also be um, doing workshops at a conference in Chicago the uh, weekend of June, I think it's June, 2nd, June 4th, 5th, and 6th. It's called Celebrate Your Life. And uh, that website is celebrateyourlife.org. And then 4th of July weekend, I'll be teaching a Manifest Your Soulmate workshop at the Omega Institute. And that website is eomega.org. And all of this is at soulmatesecret.com in the events page. So thanks for asking. Oh, wonderful. So what are three things our listeners can do right away to begin putting into practice some of the principles you're sharing with us? I would say the first thing you want to do is really ask yourself, is this the right time in my life to manifest a soulmate? Because a lot of people put pressure on themselves thinking, you know, oh, I should be with somebody, when in fact it's just not the right time. They may have, you know, two jobs going on and going to school or young kids to take care of. And when you're that busy, you honestly don't have the time and energy to nurture a soulmate relationship. So if now is not the right time, then give yourself a break and just say, you know what, I'll look at this again in six months. But if you yes. really see that it is the right time, then make the decision that you will put a little time, energy, intention, and attention onto this. And, you know, get my book. It's $16 on Amazon. It'll walk you through the whole process, and it's fun and it's easy. The second thing that you could do today would be to create a vision more, a vision map or treasure map, people call it, where you take a piece, or piece of poster board, cut out images and pictures and words out of a magazine, and collage them together so that it becomes a visual representation of the future that you're creating. People think they know how to do this, but they never do them, and they're very, very powerful. I have... Um, letters from at least five people in the last month who have manifested their soulmates just by doing a beautiful vision map. And then the third thing that I I would say that you would want to do is what we just talked about, feathering the nest. Really start clearing out the clutter and making space in your life and start to schedule in free time. If you're one of these people who's scheduling themselves so tightly that they don't have time to breathe, start writing in you know, that you're going to have a date night with yourself and take yourself out to dinner or that you're going to take yourself to the movies and start to create the space in your schedule where you will, in fact, spend time with your soulmate as soon as they arrive, but that you've already worked it into your schedule now. So those, those are just a few of the things you can start doing. Oh, thank you so much for joining us, Ariel. It's been such a pleasure having you with us. Thank you. It's great to talk to you.
Yes, well, I want to let everyone know to learn more. I please uh, do go to Ariel's websites at soulmatekit.com and soulmatesecret.com where you can learn more about how to manifest the love of your life with the law of attraction. So uh, we are coming up on a break. When we come back, I have a guest, celebrity astrologer Neil D. Paris, will join us to talk about the astrology of soulmates. So please stay with us. You are listening to Transform and Heal Your Life, CBS Radio. I'm your host, KG Styles. Be right back. Enlighten, empower, enrich. This is CBS Radio's The New Sky. New horizons, no boundaries. There's no combination of words I could put on the back of a postcard. No song that I could sing, but I can try for your heart. Our dreams, and they are made out of real things. Like a shoebox of photographs with sepia tone loving. Love is the answer, at least, for most of the questions of my heart. Like, why are we here and where do we go and knock on so hard? It's not always easy and sometimes life can be deceiving. I'll tell you one thing, it's always better when we're together. Mm, it's always better when we're together. Yeah, we'll look at them stars when we're together. Well, it's always better when we're together. find their way into my dreams tonight but i know that they'll be gone when the morning light sings or brings new things for tomorrow night you see that they'll be gone too too many things i have to do but if all of these dreams might find their way into my day-to-day scene i'll be under the impression i was somewhere in between with only two just me and you not so many things we got to do Places we got to be will sit beneath the mango tree now. Yeah, it's always better when we're together. Mm, we're somewhere in between together. Well, it's always better when we're together. Yeah, it's always better when we're together. Look up to the sky. Back to KG Styles. Transform and heal your life. 248-545-SOUL. CBS Radio's The New Sky. Believe. 
newskyradio.com. Welcome back to Transform and Heal Your Life. I'm your host, KG Styles. Celebrity astrologer Neil D. Paris is joining me to talk about the astrology of soulmates. To learn more about Neil and sign up for his video blog, please visit his website at newworldastrology.com. We are taking your calls uh, for soulmate questions, so please call in. We'd love to talk with you. The number to call is 248-545-SOUL, that's 7685, or send your questions through instant feedback at psychiconair.com. For a reading, we need your birth month, day, year, and the exact time as well as the location where you were born. Neil, are you there? Hey, G. It's nice hey. to be back. Yes, it's, it's great to have you on the show. So, tell us a little bit about the astrology of soulmates. How do we know if we're destined to be with someone? You know, this is one of my favorite subjects in astrology because it's, it, it can bring us so much information. And it ties in with this law of attraction theme. It's a good follow-on. Astrology shows us how a blueprint, what you're attracting into your life. Specifically, you've chosen specific things to experience this lifetime. Astrology can pinpoint what kind of lover you are, what kind of lover you should be attracting into your life. And also, some of the conflicts that we experience as humans, which are the things that we're attracted to, sometimes are not the things that are going to bring us long-term fulfillment. So there's different parts of the astrology chart we can look at. We can look at the planets uh, Mars and Venus. You've heard that. Men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Um, it's, very, it's very simplistic, but we all have that anima an animist side, you know, the, the, the active and receptive side. So we can look at the astrology chart, our specific chart based on our birth information, to see what we're attracting, what we need in a relationship. And also, there's an asteroid called Juno, which we look at, but it brings us so much information. It looks at equality and, and marriage, you know, who you end up with. So you might be attracted to this kind of person, but this asteroid Juno can show you who you're likely to end up with long-term, because that's what you truly need in a relationship. So... And astrology covers all sorts of relationships, so all, you know, bridges sexuality. It really is a universal kind of science and an art, and we can look at astrology to really show us what will give us fulfillment. And also, some of those obstacles on the way to true love, as it were, what our charts will show us that we carry over from other lifetimes or from our genetics and our family, the messages of love that were passed on to us that maybe are not the healthiest ones, and we can clear those away so we can really experience a soul union with another and really, you know, relationship, especially right now, Saturn, we're moving back this year into the sign of Libra, and that will bring yes. us this, this theme for all of us, which is equality and finding ourselves through the, the eyes of another, through the mirror yes. of relationship. Yes. And, and astrology is a beautiful way to see ourselves in that mirror. Yes. And Saturn and Libra will be so much. I mean, uh, Saturn, isn't it exalted in Libra? So it's a, it's much yeah. easier, the experience of Saturn and Libra compared to it being in Virgo, which was, it was a really hard time in a lot of ways. Uh, when Saturn is in Virgo, it's, uh, you know, Yeah, Virgo brings up all those faults, all the things we're trying yeah. to affect and improve, yeah. and Libra just yeah. levels the playing field and brings that balance so we can, yeah. can share and lighten the load, as it were, with another. And that's what we're all looking for, isn't it? Yeah. Somebody who can, yeah. we can be ourselves with. So you didn't there. mention about the moon. I'd like to hear what that role that plays in it. We do have a caller on the line, Brandy, and the birth information, I'll give it to you, is April 6, 1969, 11.14 a.m. in Marathon Shores, Florida. You got that? Yep. Okay. 
So, Brandy, are you there? We can begin talking. Yeah. Hi. How are you today? Hi. Do you have a particular uh, question, maybe a, a, something to do with a soulmate or, or a relationship or anything like that? Um, well, yes and no. Well, I understand that it comes into your chart sometimes when the potentiality is there for a soulmate relationship, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you'll manifest a soulmate. So, and then I hear debate about twin flames, soulmates, soul pods, you, you know, and I never um, get a really a direct answer of, you know, when a soulmate is coming into your life. But then I hear other people say that on your chart, it will show definite times when that is possible. So, any input well, on that? You, uh, I, you like to be in charge. Uh, and yeah. so, <laughs> and you're also very organized. You have, you really know what you want. Yeah. And also, you want you're you're a powerful person, and you need somebody who's going to be as strong as you are. And it, something's got to give. That's what my feeling is uh, with you. Yes, 1960, 1969, Neil. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so. You know, that's kind of my feeling. Have you been married before? I have not. Yeah. So um, uh, I think, have you had a profession that you've been really committed to? Um, well, yes and no. I mean, I've always been a professional. I've owned businesses and, and traveled yeah. and those type of things. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So do you feel like now you're finally ready for, for a relationship? At different stages in my life, I was convinced I was ready, but actually, this is the first time that I think that I'm emotionally mature enough to have yeah, one. Yeah. So yeah. Well, I so now I recommend feel like I, you uh, having a, a look at um, Ariel Ford's. She was on. I don't know if you caught the first half of the show with Ariel, but I think that would be a, a good thing for you to read, and you, that would help you get clear. I think about whether you really do, because you're, you're. I think that you're, you're very. Um, I think you're a pretty together person. You've done a lot of things you've wanted to do in your life. You're pretty high-powered, and you, you need somebody. I think that you're kind of ahead of your time in a lot of ways. You're a visionary, it seems to me, and very self-directed. And So to find someone who would be an equal, someone you could partner with. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm not hearing you because so something's cutting Neil, Neil, okay. do yeah, you have something I'm to here. say for Brandy as far as what do you see there? What's the yeah, timing? Brandy, do you well, see any potentials always, for her as far as getting into a partnership sometime soon? There's, well, there's obviously so much information we look at in the chart, Brandy, but what I'm looking at is a few quick pointers. You, your chart shows a past life pattern of really getting wrapped up in other people and possibly losing your identity and relationships. So this lifetime was destined for you through major periods to really spend a lot of time alone, just kind of enjoying yourself, appreciating yourself, not putting yourself on hold for somebody else and not losing your identity in a relationship. And you were born with Venus, the planet that relates to relationship and love, retrograde when you were born. That suggests that this lifetime, a major part of this life, is about untangling from the ideas the media passes on to us, which is this is what you should love, this is what you should value, this is what you should think is beautiful. And it's really about untangling from all of that and finding your own way and finding your own value. Some great things are happening for you this summer. Two big planets are hitting your north node, which is the destiny point in the chart, in Aries. So that suggests that this lifetime view ultimately is about not veering from what you want. It's really kind of that selfish lifetime. You know, you have so many planets in Aries. This is a lifetime for you to be able to say, hey, you know what? This is what I want. I'm not going to make any apologies for who I am. I'm going to find this unique, and I'm going to love this, even if other people say that's not something you should love, because you have a very aggressive love nature, and I really encourage you 
to be aggressive, be the one that goes after what you want, feisty, flirtatious, and really just enjoying yourself. I think you might have lost yourself in other lifetimes to other people in relationships and might have been a bit strangling. And this is a lifetime where you can say, you know what, I'm here for the ride, I'm having some fun. If you want to come along, great. And also, too, as well, you have the asteroid Juno, that marriage asteroid, in the house of relationships, but it's in Capricorn, which could suggest that you're married to your work more. And that might yes. be an area where you end up meeting people, too. Yeah. Now, it's funny because I've always wanted a relationship, it, you know, which is bizarre because it's what I've always wanted yet has always eluded me. And then to say that this is my lifetime to be independent is... Um, Challenging because I, I figured the first half of, course, of my life was yeah yeah well that's what the chart show the chart show a past life pattern you want to repeat that pattern but the way you, it doesn't mean you won't have that yes. you can't have that of course you can the way to it is is to is to not make any apologies and to say I have the nerve to say this is what I want this is my life and really find out what makes you tick and fill your life with those things do the things that make you tick you know yes. surround yourself with the things that you find beautiful and really just make no apologies for being here on the planet enjoy yourself a hundred percent and you'll find someone who will come along for the ride that you won't. Need to overcompromise with that you might have done it in the past in other lifetimes. Yes. So it's not about compromising well, to the degree. That you I, lose the only yourself. thing I would like to add is, Brandy, you are you ha- you're an instant manifester. Whatever you put your mind to, I'm sure you've seen this with yourself time and again. Anything you want, you create. So you really you really need to, you know. I think that there is a, a, a past pattern that wants to get repeated, and you don't. There's some part of you knows you that's really not what you want. That's why you're saying you want a relationship all your life. But I think well, it, that you need to create a new pattern for what that relationship looks like. And, and now and not is holding maybe back the on the aggressive side too, letting yourself be aggressive, Brandy, because you are. You have a very aggressive side. Bring that out. Be courageous. Be the one that makes the first move. Be the kind of the you know the trailblazer, as it were. That's the lifetime for that this time, yeah. this time around. Yeah. And usually the advice is for me to take it down a notch. Take it down a notch. Take it down a notch because yep. I am no, very No, 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 no. The astrological <laughs> advice from this end is don't. Don't take it down. Just be completely you yes. and the raw yes. self that you are, Brandy. That's what the Australia yes. chart says. And that will bring you so much good stuff this time around. Great. Thank you guys so, so much. I appreciate all that. Right. Well, all right, Brandy. Thank you for calling in. We are all taking right. calls for um, readings with Neil and I. That's two four eight five four five soul seven six eight five, or send your questions through instant feedback at psychicalonair.com. We need your birth month, day, year, and the exact time, as well as the location, location where you were born. So, Neil, um, do you want to say something about the moon, the role the moon plays? Yeah, you know, we all know our sun signs, right? That's the kind of thing you ask at a party. What's your sign? You know, I'm a Gemini, I'm a Taurus, but the moon sign shows the unconscious motivations that you have, the things that that fulfill your inner child, the things that you need to feel safe, the things you need to feel secure. It's your emotional nature. And if you know someone's moon sign or you know your own moon sign, you can find an extra level of compatibility in relationships, and a lot of people miss that out. In the East, Eastern astrology, people look at the moon sign a lot more than their sun yes. sign because they know that rules the show, that dominates you. You know, what's your unconscious saying behind the scenes? So if you know your moon sign, the moon also in astrology can show past life patterns again. The chart's fantastic. Okay, well, it's time you know. for a break. I'm sorry to interrupt. You are listening to Transform and Hear Your Life, CBS Radio. When we come back, we're, we'll uh, be taking your calls, maybe talk a little more about the moon. I'm your host, KG Styles. We'll be right back. Psychic Radio. Psychiconair.com. The Wake Up Call with Ellen Tom. But see, you're the first kid on the block and you can prove it. Because there's similar prototypes, but nothing quite as good as yours. Yes. Yours has more than one yes. application. 
Yes, my God, you're brilliant. Hi, it's Tom Force. Reverend L. Newman and I are here Monday nights, 7 till 9, primetime Eastern Time in the United States with Wake Up Call on Psychic Radio. Psychic Radio. We know you're listening. Life is a journey. Let us be your guide. Reach out on the net now, psychiconair.com. Look for Psychic Radio on your AOL radio player. You've imagined. Look up to the sky. Back to KG Styles. Transform and heal your life. 248 545 Soul. CBS Radio's The New Sky. NewSkyRadio.com. Welcome back to Transform and Heal Your Life. I'm your host, KG Styles. My guest, celebrity astrologer, Neil D. Paris, is talking about the astrology of soulmates. We are taking calls for readings, so please call in. The number is 248 545 soul that's 7685, or send questions through instant feedback at Psychic on 
Hair.com. For a reading, we need your birth info, which includes your birth month, day, year, and exact time, as well as the location where you were born. So, Neil, tell our listeners about your CD class and your astral reports. I, uh, at the beginning of the year, I, I held a class for uh, it was for men and women, and it, it, I have it on CD, and I think it's it's really a worthwhile thing to look into as far as relationships go. If you're in a relationship, looking to be in a relationship, and it's based on your chart, it's specific to you, and you can use the class information. It's an hour audio. You can use your chart in the class information on the CD to work out, you know, what you're looking for in a relationship, what you need. Um, and also, this, uh, you know, your sexuality, what you need and what you desire in the sexual side and, and what you need when you're dating or in your, if you're deep in a relationship or looking for someone, it's really specific information to you. Um, and also, that's found at the website. And also, there's a couple of uh, astrology reports that are specific to your chart, too. The Cosmic Couple, which looks at your soul contracts, your soul unions, uh, past life karmic situations that you're bringing into this lifetime and why you've met this person again. If someone in your life, you, you really want to know why they're around the Cosmic Couple Report and the Relationship Report are two reports to the website that I really recommend. A lot of clients I like to use those to see what the ins and outs are and to really see what your compatibility is, where you clash, and where you click. And that's what, that's the best part of astrology is you can use that as a tool to improve all relationships, business, friendship, and love connections. So I recommend the CD class and to look at those reports too. Oh, great. Well, thanks, Neil. Well, tell us a little bit more about the moon, the role the moon plays. Um, uh, is it different for different people which planet is going to p- play the strongest role in relationships, or is it pretty much the same? Which one is the most sig- significant? Yeah, well, they, they really just all come together. I think when you read the astrology chart, that's the, the depth that astrology brings. Is everything works in harmony with the other parts of the chart. So taking anything out of context is always a little tricky, but you can look at specific parts of the chart to see specifically what someone needs. The moon sign is what they need emotionally to feel secure. It also shows the theme of what someone needs to live together. How will you live together if you're in a relationship? Is that going to work out? What's the yes. difference between you as far as your home style goes, your emotional style the moon shows your family patterns, what were passed on to you. How did you receive love from your parents? And, and that, that's your idea of love. And, you know, there's 12 archetypes in astrology, but there's many, many levels the chart can show of what's your version of love. And I love saying this to people. And we can look at the planet Venus for that. See, what do you love? How do you love? And usually we're looking to be loved in the way that we love. It's, you know, if you like someone to be direct and honest with you, you're going to love people directly and honestly, but other people mightn't like that. They might want someone a little bit more shy or more timid or the homebody versus the person that likes to go out on the town, you know. There's different types of love, and astrology will show you what's your version of this idea of love. It's all connected. We're all one, but we all have different variations of what we perceive as love and how we will feel loved. Someone could love you by folding your clothes and doing your laundry. You know, mm-hmm. other people like to be loved by the physicality, having squeezes, someone who runs up to you and gives you a hug or leaves you little sweet notes, that kind of thing. We use astrology to really kind of show you what you have to give as a lover and what you will make you feel loved. And also to remember that people are loving you today in ways that you mightn't see as love, but they are loving you. I think mm-hmm. it's good to remember that love yes. is love, yes. you know. Yes, yes. So we do have some callers, Neil. I just sent you some information for Esther. Okay. You got that? Yep. She's, yes. Uh, so, and that's uh, Nebraska. Omaha's in Nebraska. Okay. Got it? Yep, I've got it. Okay. Esther, are you on the line? Hi, yes, I am. Hi. 
Hi, Esther. How can we help you? Uh, you have a soulmate question, a relationship question. How can we help? Uh, my soulmate, my, well, my relationship question, I haven't had a relationship in a while. Yeah. But, um, what I want to do is get back into loving a person. And I yes. know that I'm moving into a house, and the person that I, that I might have a relationship, I like him, but we're not far from each other. Would that be yeah. a good relationship? I don't know. You've got some patterns that you need to overcome. You got caretaker patterns, some patterns yes. that you inherited through I feel like through your mother primarily. Mm, um, okay. You re you really you're a good manifester. You're really good at when you focus your attention on what you want, but you need to clear out some stuff. I think yes. to read Ariel Ford's book, The Soulmate Secret, that would okay. give you some real insights about what it is you need to clear out. There's some real okay. clutter with patterns that have to go if you want to manifest a relationship that's going to really fulfill and make you happy. Okay. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. I just don't know. Um, I think I'm afraid to get back into a bad right. relationship. Right. And so you need to watch out that you set yourself up for doing that by default. That's what it feels like in this situation you're allowing yourself to get set up in. Neil, what do you see? KG, you are right on the money, as always. It's like you're peering over my shoulder looking at the chart. Because <laughs> what I'm looking at is Esther has Venus retrograde conjuncting the sun, like the last caller, which suggests this is a lifetime of untangling from old relationship patterns. Venus, the planet of relationships, falls in the fourth house, which relates to the mother and the family. There's certain family and relationship patterns that are passed on, and Esther, you have to look at those and say, you know what, this is how I saw the parents being, this is how I saw my family, this is how I see these relationship patterns, but it doesn't need to be like that for me. Your Venus is an Aquarius, which suggests not traditional, not something that other people would suggest, that traditional relationship you should be involved in, something that's much more unique, that has a very strong basis in friendship, where you're allowed to be a bit weird and be a bit different. That's what you're being okay. encouraged to bring up and not being scared of the side of you that needs space. You love intimacy, but you really want space and you want independence. So it's a very similar theme to that last caller. Go for that. Look for the independence. You've, you've had the smothering pattern in other lifetimes. Now it's about finding somebody who will give you and value you as a unique creative being, as it were. Thank you. You're right on the money. Okay. I sure will. All right, Esther. Well, I hope that helps. We have Donna. Yeah. We have just a couple of minutes here. Donna, are you on the line? I am. I'm right here. Hi. How are you yeah, doing? Yeah. So good. How can I? How can we help you? Um, I'm not really sure. Just trying to see what's coming up for me, and do I have someone in the back burner coming up, or? <laughs> um. So what I'm seeing for you is that you've had a lot of drama in your life, <laughs> around family and home especially. Is that true? Have you had quite a bit of uh, drama or unpredictable miscommunications, things like that happening? Yeah, at a lot of miscommunications, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think that um, that needs to get cleared out. You need to get forgiveness. You know, you need to clear out all of those past patterns so that you don't keep creating that. That's going to be the tendency. So that's your homework. That's what I'm seeing. 
So we, I'm sorry we don't have any more time uh, in the show. We're coming to the end of the show. This is uh, my last show uh, as the host of Transform and Heal Your Life. It has been such an honor to share with you each week over the past six months. I do have lots of media projects in the works, and if you'd like to stay in touch, please sign up for my newsletter at kgstyles.com. Have a beautiful day, everyone, and God bless you. You are listening to Transform and Heal Your Life, CBS Radio. I'm your host, KG Styles.